Thanks for listening to Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. Each day, FedEx delivers millions of packages all around the world. While we all recognize the company's logo and the services they provide to customers, you may not know about the variety of career opportunities they offer and their outstanding culture and commitment that allows employees to thrive in their careers. FedEx is a people-first, global industry leader, and their benefits reflect that. They offer training and advancement, educational assistance, and rewards for top performers in all job categories. Josh Link, a Marine Corps veteran and senior project management analyst at FedEx Express, joins the podcast to discuss his military background and career with FedEx Express. Josh shares the challenges he faced when transitioning out of the military, why he never dreads a day of work, and shares advice for transitioning service members. If you've never thought to look for a career at FedEx, I have a feeling you might after listening to this podcast. Click the link in the show notes to learn more and apply. Hi, Josh. Thanks for joining me today. Good morning, Megan. Thanks for having me. Yes, of course. I'm excited to have you on here. I know you've got a military background and then FedEx. That'll be interesting to talk about because everyone who's been on the planet for, you know, a couple years of their life knows of FedEx. It's a very recognizable brand. And so it's exciting to have such a big name on the podcast. So before we get into that and talking more about your career there, let's talk a little bit about your military background and um, your career path after the military. Well, thanks, Megan. Thanks for having me today. Um, I joined the Marine Corps in 2002, directly out of high school. I uh, started my career journey as a communications and electronics technician, uh, stationed mainly in Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. Uh, from my time in Camp Lejeune, I did four overseas tours uh, to Afghanistan, Iraq, uh, the Horn of Africa, and southern Spain in support of the Horn of Africa as well. Uh, I ended up in my career in 2016 as a communications maintenance chief. Um, Got known for my policy adherence uh, after the launch of the new maintenance system that the Marine Corps came out with in 2010. Um, after I transitioned out of the Marine Corps, uh, I went back to school uh, to get to earn my degrees because during my time in the Marine Corps, I never thought I was going to leave the Marine Corps. I thought the Marine Corps was the end all be all for a long time. Um, so I had to go back and uh, start from ground one, started working on my degree in accounting. Uh, while I was working on my degree in accounting, I internshiped with the uh, Army Corps of Engineers and and uh, Cummings, the engine manufacturer. So I'm curious if you don't mind sharing, you said that you thought the Marine Corps was end all be all. So what was it that led to your decision to eventually transition out? So when I, for being in the Marine Corps 15, roughly 15 years, the body just couldn't take it no more. I decided if I wanted to walk at the age of 50, I needed to walk away. Um, feeling those pains every day. And now that I've walked away, it's been a couple of years. I still have the pains, but I, I'll be able to walk. So that mm-hmm. was one of my biggest things. Um, I love the Marine Corps, love the job, love the people I worked with. Um, but I knew if I wanted to continue and have quality of life down the road, I had to have a, I needed to make a change. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure that reasoning resonates with a lot of people. You probably even hear that now and people that you are friends with in the military, um, that that is a concern. I mean, obviously it's a very physically challenging job. That's correct. It's it's one of the biggest things that the Marine Corps has that some of the other services don't have to deal with is just the physical t- demands of the Marine Corps when we're talking about carrying an 80, 90 pound pack for miles upon miles a day, uh, doing certain training evolutions, especially when we're talking those veterans that were post 9-11, when we're talking from 2001 up to 2018, 19, 20, that we're in a constant state of war for those for almost 20 years. And we did a lot of deployments. We did a lot of workups. 
Uh, and that goes across the Army, the Navy, and the Air Force as well. So there was a lot of wear and tear on the bodies during those years that people weren't expecting. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I mean, it's it's still good to know, though, that you had such a great military experience, which doesn't surprise me because I'm sure that you will talk about that in a little bit more detail about maybe how that success in the military has fueled your civilian career. But before we get into that and talk a little bit more about your career with FedEx, I wanted to know if you have had any career challenges um, when you were transitioning out of the military. So whether it was deciding what to do or oh no, now I have to figure out my benefits, things are much different. Um, really just anything that you want to share about some of the challenges that you faced. So there is a plethora of challenges that you're going to face uh, as transitioning out of the military. It's dependent if you did 4, 8, 12, 20, 30 years. That's all you've known for the last 4, 8, 12, 30, 30 years. So for to come out of the, the Marine Corps and in the civilian sector, you have you have to start looking at what are my benefits going to be? What kind of job do I want to get? Do I have a degree? Do I need to get a degree? What should I get a degree in? Uh, I based mine off. I did a little bit of research. What is some of the up and coming fields or what are the fields that they see in the next 10, 20, 30 years that are going to continue to expand or in that growth period right now? And accounting was one of them. Um, another huge one is the logistics field. Uh, granted, I do work at FedEx, so I'm a little biased. But when you look at the, how the logistics field is growing and what they're projecting over the next 10 years, that is a great degree plan to, to get yourself on as you're transitioning out. Um, the other things we can talk about is getting that degree. A lot of us think, hey, I was in the military for 10, 12, 15 years. I got all the experience in the world. Yes, you do. 100% agree. You have soft skills. You have experience that nobody in the civilian sector is ever going to be able to compete with. But sometimes having that degree is what's going to get you in the door. Um, and having that degree and then having that experience gets you the job. That's how you get in the door and that's how you land the job because now you're competing against, let's say, a 24-year-old that has a degree but no experience. Let's say you're 30, you have a degree and 12 years of experience. Who would you hire? I'm probably going to hire the guy that's got 12 years of experience plus the degree. Um, but the biggest thing is go out and get the degree. Um, it shows the commitment that you have to attain a goal for us as well. I mean, you have 12 years of experience, but having that degree is that last final check in the box. And we all in the military understand checking those boxes off when it comes time for promotions or just any type of career advancement while you're in the military. For me, I never thought I would have my bachelor's degree, let alone finishing my MBA this year. Um, so continuing that education is huge, especially in the civilian sector. We, we talk about continuing education while you're on active duty, and it does not end when you transition out into the, into the civilian sector. We have so many programs set up here at FedEx to continue education, whether it's going back to school or just professional development through FedEx and learning how we can become better leaders while we're here at the same time. Um, another challenge I would really look at is start networking. Start networking early anywhere from 12 to 24 months out that you know you're going to transition, especially if you're retiring, to start networking and start building those, those contacts. Build your LinkedIn. If you don't have a LinkedIn, please, please, please build a LinkedIn, make it professional, and start linking up with contacts on LinkedIn. It is a very huge network. You would not be surprised at how many LinkedIn requests I get a week or messages I get a week or phone calls I take from veterans to talk about networking and resume reviews. Um, another thing that is key to transitioning is find a mentor. Once you start building that network out, find yourself a mentor. Um, 
if you know you're going to transition, start looking at uh, better and hiring events. Start going early. I was actually in an event last month, and a guy was 36 months out from retiring, and he came in and wanted to have the conversations about what's next. It, it absolutely amazed me that he was 36 months out and knowing what he wants to do, and he wants to get the information now to set himself up. I would much rather see that than somebody coming up to me going, hey, I got out, of the, I got out last week. I need a job. Well, I can help you. I, I have jobs for days everywhere all across the U.S., <laughs> but I would much rather work with those service members 12, 24, 36 months out to get them set up and have them not going to be, I just got out. I don't have a job. What do I do? How do I support my family? So start hitting those hiring events early. Start looking at job postings very early. Um, another key thing for transitioning is look into the DOD SkillBridge program. Uh, FedEx is an authorized uh, participant in DOD SkillBridge. It allows you to come up here for, for up to six months to work alongside our team members and learn how we do business, as well as show how well you can do business in your job field while you're here. So, Josh, one thing that you said that I thought was really interesting, going back to the beginning of your response where you talked about having a degree, that is such a, and I'm sure you know this, that is such a hotly contested topic because some people think that they don't need one and they can they can um, succeed without it. But to your point, it's just another thing to get your foot in the door. So where we know that veterans have all of these um, soft skills and leadership experience and all of these things that they've earned from their time in service, a lot of times it's not as directly relatable to the job that they're going to do if they choose to, you know, pursue a different career path or um, maybe their same career path, but, you know, they're not trained on the equipment and processes that they're using in corporate America. So there is still a little bit of a difference um, between that to where the degree really helps you have something else in your toolkit that's going to make you a more desirable candidate. Um, but again, we have a whole podcast episode dedicated to that because it's a question that I know our recruiters get asked all the time about that. And um, I'm sure you hear it too, just in your role and for veterans that you talk to that are wanting a career with FedEx. Um, so I appreciate you sharing that. I know, of course, there's going to be success stories of people getting their dream job without a degree. Of course, you're always going to see that. But I do like your advice on that. And then as far as networking, I think that's also a great piece of advice. Um, LinkedIn is huge. I know we sometimes work with people who don't even have a LinkedIn profile or they have it, but you know, their picture is super outdated. So making sure that that's up to date. Um, I want to know like what, I guess, kind of just going back to networking to make, I think sometimes that seems like a little bit nebulous. Like, okay, well, how do I do that? How do I even get started? I mean, what would be your, I guess, like top tip for getting started with networking? Like, would you say to do it online, go to an event? Like, what do you think is the best way to do it? So I'm going to go with both. Go to go to in-person events if you can, because we all know being in, in the military that we're an in-person force. For for some of us, going online and networking is so taboo and just so far-fetched that we just don't understand it. We don't understand how to do it. But to have those that face-to-face -face conversation, to shake somebody's hand and start that networking, well, once you meet them in person, guess what? Now you go out and you find them on LinkedIn and you link up with them on LinkedIn. And then you start looking at who they're linked with or what kind of what groups are they on in LinkedIn. That's a big thing as well, too, within LinkedIn is that network where you can go in and find. I just want to see anything hashtag Marine Corps, or hashtag Army or hashtag transitioning service member. You would not believe how many posts are out there 
that talk about the transition or there's groups that are out there that you can get linked into and then start just reading some of the comments and you may resonate with some of them and then you can reach out to that person saying hey this comment really resonated with me i'd really like to discuss this more and guess what now you just build a new contact into your network because mm-hmm. you had a, you found some common ground with somebody that's the easiest way for me to, to say to do it is find that common ground with the person and that's how you're going to build your network out. You don't want to just build your network to go to somebody because they're in a certain position. Yeah, that's all fine and dandy. But when you start talking to them and you just don't click, it's not going to work. you got to find that person that's going to help you at the same time, not help you to get a job, but it's going to just help you overall in general with your life or your career or the transition. Um, who's going to have those have your best uh, interest at heart? Because that's what you're really looking for is how do I do this and how do I make this work versus how do I get this job? Yep, got this job. Now I'm going to. I'm not going to talk to this person no more. That's that's not the network you want to have, because if you start a network like that, people are going to start to realize it and that's not going to be good for you either. Yeah, I think that's really good actionable advice. To me, networking seems to be this daunting topic for people because they think of it as putting themselves out there, almost like cold calling. But the way you've described it is really like, no, you're finding things that you have in common with people and shared interests. And then you're connecting on that, which makes it easier to not seem like you're being disingenuous, but also could actually lead to a lasting connection that can help you in work or in life. And, and another thing on the on the networking is you already have a network built out while you're in the service. You have people that you've worked with, worked for, your peers that have transitioned already. There's a network built for you, the people that you can ask the questions. Just You just have to ask the questions sometimes or reach out to those individuals and say, hey, can we have a conversation about this? I work with people to this day that I worked with that worked for me that some of them are still in getting retired at 30 years and are calling me looking for advice on how to transition. So it's that network's already built for you. And now it's a matter of capitalizing on your network. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's great advice. Okay, so now I want to transition to talk a little bit more about your career with FedEx. So let's just kick things off. How or when did you join the team? And then um, kind of talk me through what were some of the things that made you want to work there? So the when and the how kind of go together and we'll we'll kind of tie these in together. So I joined FedEx and I like to call it the FedEx family or I'm underneath the purple umbrella. I started here in uh, August of 2019. So I came to FedEx because when I was going to school at the University of Memphis, they have a veterans resource group. So that provides mentorship to veterans in the business school with veterans in the local business community. So I got linked up with a veteran here from FedEx Express who took me under his wing. We would have conversations and I built my network out. I went to one of these. I put myself out there, met this person like a cold call, so to speak. But it was in person and I got to know him. And to this day, we're still friends. We actually just went to dinner last week. We still, we would get together, we'd go have coffee, we'd have conversations about the business. It finally came down to, hey, can I come in and let's, can I job shadow somebody or can I come in and meet somebody else on the team? Well, I ended up coming in, meeting some people on the team, having some conversations. Um, They knew I was doing internships uh, through my college program and they asked me to come in and speak about their internship program because I was an older student. I'm not, I'm a non-traditional student. I was in my mid thirties when I was going through school. So I was able to talk about how how a student sees it, how do I see it as a professional, somewhat going in to be a professional, and talked about their position, their program. Well, that's how I got my first job here at FedEx Express was I got hired to run that internship program that they were building. So that's how I came in to FedEx. So when I talk about mentorship and networking, to me, it means something because without that networking, 
I never would have got my job here. Um, so in, in the Memphis, there's the two big, um, there's two big employers that are really hitting the Memphis business school here and here in Memphis, which would be FedEx and international paper. Both of those companies were on my radar, but once I made that, had that introduction to the veteran here at FedEx, um, that kind of sealed the deal for me for where I was going to go work at. I love that. And even just hearing you talk about it when you said the FedEx family and then you talk about your mentor and how you're still friends. Um, that's so cool to me because I think that's what everyone's looking for. They're looking for a career that's not just a job. And it sounds like that's what you have because you have real life relationships that you've developed through it. Absolutely. 100 percent. If I called him right now and said, hey, brother, I let's go to lunch today. Or I said, Hey, I needed to have a conversation. He's going to, if he can clear his schedule, his schedule is going to get cleared. And the same thing goes, if he calls me and says, Hey brother, I need to talk. Cause we've had some of those phone calls between one another, that that's just how we do business. And that's, that's the way of having that veteran mentor that we're used to, especially coming from the services to have that person that understands what you've been through with your service and now understands what you're going through in the business world at the same time and be able to have those conversations. And another thing that I think every veteran is in search of as they're leaving the military is a company that is going to feel like a family. They're going to have that sense of camaraderie like they had in the military. Um, and I think that's something that they all want. And a lot of people are scared that they're not going to find it. And so it's encouraging, I'm sure, for them to hear that that's what you've found in your career. Absolutely. It's there's a family here. There's people that will you'll see when you worked in the in the military. It's, it, the same applies to the civilian sector. There's those people that are real big on the family. There's people that are here just to do their job and then they go home and they clock out for the end of the day. And that's just how it is. But you will find there's people here that if you say, hey, let's have a conversation offline or let's get together for dinner or let's go to happy hour and have conversations. They're more than happy to do it. They're, we get a lot of business done sometimes during those type of conversations because you're not stressed out about being in the office or saying the wrong thing at the wrong time to somebody because now you're outside the office in a more casual environment to have those conversations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you've been at FedEx for a few years now. Can you talk a little bit about some of the um, career progression or growth that you've experienced? So we have a huge amount of progression that can happen at FedEx, um, depending where you come into the company and what you want to do within the company. Uh, I myself have not been promoted yet, I, but I have had a, a substantial growth in my current role um, where I started as having on just the internship program to now I've taken over everything military related within FedEx Express, such as military and veteran recruitment, uh, the FedEx Military Fellows Program, where we have active duty service members that come work for FedEx for up to a year to work alongside our, our team members, uh, the DOD SkillBridge program, which I mentioned earlier, as well as any veteran recognition inside the house for our, for our internal employees at the same time. But there's always room for growth uh, within the FedEx family. We have so many places to go, so many jobs that can be attained, and you don't have to be a subject matter expert sometimes to move throughout the company because you have certain leadership skills that can put you into a different organization that you don't have the background for. We have that happens all the time, especially in our MDs and our, our managing directors and our VPs that have the leadership skills that may not have the subject matter expert of a, of a certain organization, but get get those jobs because of their leadership skills. The same thing applies to our, our frontline team members that come in to start to learn our business from the ground up that can be promoted very quickly 
especially from a veterans uh, aspect, because they have those soft skills that we're looking for for our frontline managers that are going to get promoted very quickly once they come in and learn the job. And now, guess what? Within a year, you went from, let's say, a delivery driver or a package handler to now you're the manager of that facility and you own, let's say, a small portion of a large city that you're responsible for now. So there's always room for career progression. We are very big on career progression at FedEx. We do a bunch of promoting from within. So we're kind of like the military where we like to promote our our junior ranks up to the senior ranks at the same time. So we keep that same, that FedEx family is what it is. Mm -hmm. We we try to keep the family together. Yeah. And so when I call out that people a lot of times are looking military veterans for um, the camaraderie, I think that that is another thing that they're looking for is the career progression because it's something that is very outlined and um, really on a schedule for the military. You know when you're going to move to that next level. For the most part, um, there's not a lot of mystery in it. And a lot of times with corporate America, you could be in a role for years and you might not see that same career progression. And so I think that's something that a lot of veterans are looking for. So I'm glad that you touched on that. Um, Can you tell me a little bit more about your role? And um, also, I'd like to know what a typical day looks like for you. So right now with my current role is mainly dealing with military and veteran recruitment. So typically I'm up early in the morning. I grab my first cup of coffee at the house. I have my laptops in my lap while I'm watching, let's say the weather channel, looking what the weather is going to be like today across the U.S. because either A, I'm traveling that day or there's people that are traveling that day that I have events going on in certain areas for our events. And I want to make sure that we're going to make it there on time. We're not going to have any delays. Um, and I'll start going through my emails that came in overnight because we are a 24-7 organization. We constantly have somebody in the operation that's in the office. So I'm getting emails at all times of the night, um, usually in the office between 8 and 9 o'clock in the morning. Um, come in, kind of see what's going on with the team here locally to see if anybody needs any assistance getting uh, set up for the morning for the day. Um, I'll have a couple meetings usually throughout the day. Um, and then I'll have... Probably anywhere from five to eight, five to 10 calls a week with veterans talking about, like I mentioned earlier, talking about job opportunities. How's the transition going to be? Resume reviews, just general conversations sometimes about FedEx and how is the organ, how is the organization built out? Um, for me, those are some of my favorite phone calls. I actually had one yesterday morning. I think I have a couple more scheduled for today, this afternoon to have some conversations with some veterans about, about coming to FedEx or just talking about transitioning. Uh, for me, lunchtime, I'm one of those people that has to eat every day for lunch. I never skip lunch. I may skip going out to lunch or I may have lunch in my office, but there's always going to be food in front of me around the noontime hour. Um, we do do a lot of lunch meetings. I like to do a lot of lunch meetings because that's my one time where I know I can get out of the office, hopefully. And, hey, let's go up. Let's go grab a sandwich or something somewhere and just have a conversation that's not in the office. Like we talked about after hours or building that network um, at the same time while I'm having lunch. So I got to go eat anyway. You need to go eat. Hey, let's go eat together. Let's let's just have some off the some conversations. Um, and I use that time to just to talk to them about being mentors or talk about career growth at the same time. Or maybe I've been asked to launch to talk about career growth and career progression at the same time as well. Uh, and then I'll spend the afternoon just going through emails throughout the day, setting up other events that are coming up in the next couple of weeks or months. Uh, to make sure we're fully staffed at all of our veteran recruitment events. And then always anytime fire drills, we always have uh, a fire drill occasionally that we have to just drop everything that we're doing and start working on, which anybody that's been in the military understands uh, when they get a fire drill from the 
from their seniors that that's usually what you do. You drop everything and you start working on it to get it out the door. When I hear you talk about the structure of your day, the two words that come into my mind is that you are very efficient and you're very intentional about the way you spend your time, which is great. I'm wondering if that's something that you have brought over with you from your time in the military. I did. For me, like one thing we I live and die by here is my calendar. If I was to share my calendar, it's color coded and pretty much every part of my day is covered up with some kind of meeting and or I block my time to do a certain task that I need to get done because if I don't block the time, somebody will schedule something and now I got I can't get done what I need to get done. I was kind of the same way when I was in the Marine Corps to make sure that we hit certain tasks every day. Um, and I told the guys that work for me, we hit all these tasks, we go home. And I've had days where they're like, hey, hey boss, we're done it too. Okay, cool, bye. Hey boss, <laughs> it's five o'clock, are we going home yet? Did you get the task done for the day? Can we, is it something we can move to the next day? If not, we got to get it done today. If we can shift it to the next morning, we'll shift it to the next morning. And I kind of still keep that same process here. Of I try to set deadlines for myself to get things out so that if a fire drill does come up, I can handle the fire drill and I'm still meeting all my other deadlines and do outs that I have. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an awesome way to to do business. Yeah, it sounds like you're very squared away, which is cool. So um, one other thing about FedEx, I know you've mentioned kind of that you yourself are pretty involved in veteran hiring and coaching and that type of thing. But in terms of FedEx as an organization, can you talk a little bit about the culture and why it's a great place for veterans to work? So when we look at FedEx and the culture for FedEx, it starts at the top. When you look at the founder, the chairman, Fred Smith, Rinkor veteran from Vietnam. Um, when I look at some of the, I found one of the original manager's guides from the 1970s and I started flipping through it and it has an eerie resemblance to the lieutenant's guide from the Marine Corps. I wonder why. Um, we're always going to, and the one thing that we always say here is employees come first. When we talk about everything, we have to make sure our employees are taken care of. It's one of Fred's philosophies when, he, when we talk about people service profit. Um, without our people, we can't provide a service. So we make sure we take care of our people. Well, when our people are taken care of, they provide a, a great service. That service is to you to make sure your package is getting to where it needs to be on time and on the, the right day on, and on time. Well, when we make good service and our, our customers are happy, we make a profit. Well, what do I do with that profit? I'm gonna, I'm gonna invest it into my people again, or our people are gonna get invested into again, whether it's safety, training, getting them the best things they need to do the job, creating new positions to to expand our network to do more things and then guess what now we're going to create a better service again which means i'm going to make more profit and oh once again now i get invested in my people again so people is huge and when we talk about how we take care of our veterans the same thing they're looked at just the same way as our people are how do we take care of them last year we came out and we did a a recognition event for all of our excuse me all of our veterans across the u.s so we sent them swag items that were just made for our veterans. We sent them each a challenge coin. They got a veteran's lanyard and we sent them a veteran's lapel pin that only our veterans were gonna get this year. Um, there's always something happening around Veterans Day when we, when we talk about our veterans. We're always sending stuff out to them to make sure that they feel appreciated. We run a, a Veterans Day celebration program here in the Memphis uh, facility to, to highlight our veterans. We bring in guest speakers. Uh, this year we have a prior FedEx pilot who was shot down during Vietnam 
and was a POW who's going to be speaking this year to to our to our FedEx employees. So we do a lot of things for our veterans to make sure they're taken care of. It's always a great place to come in and work because, like we talked about, it's got that family. It's got the Esprit de Corps. You're, you feel like you're getting taken care of at the same time while you're at work. And who doesn't like to come to work and be happy at the same time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always get excited when I talk to people like you who can really vouch for the culture and um, really the credibility of a company. I mean, we look at so many career sites and, of course, they're all going to say that they put their people first. Or, I mean, most of them would say that, but do they really? And so hearing from you and um, you know, you've been at FedEx, you've worked there, you've worked there for several years, you've got great things to say. It's cool to kind of see that what you see aligns with the reality. And then the other cool thing with you sharing about the people, service and profit, it's not, it sounds like it's not something that is just a core values, let's put that on the wall or let's put that on our career site. Um, I like that you talked about it as almost like a continuum. Like when you do these three things and you achieve the profit, then what do we do? Well, we reinvest it. So you think about it being like um, a circle or a continuum where it's just that over and over and over, not like when you take care of your people and they provide the service, then we profit. It's like, but then what happens after that? So I think it's cool that you kind of spoke to the fact that it's a continuing thing and it sounds like it's at the core of FedEx. It is 100% at the core of FedEx. It is, it's not a list. There's no one, two, three. There's no specific rhyme or reason to the order, but it's that it keeps that wheel turning. Without the people, we don't have the service. Without the service, we don't have the profit. Well, without When we make the profit, we got to invest it back in our people, which is going to provide a better service at the same time. So it is, it's huge. It's huge here at FedEx to, to have the people service profit mentality. Awesome. Okay, so you've talked a lot about FedEx investment in veterans. So it sounds like you guys do a whole lot and you've already shared a lot. But do you guys have a um, veterans employee resource group or anything catered toward uh, specifically toward the recruitment and engagement of veterans? So we do have a veterans recruit veterans resource group, the FedEx Military Veterans Network. Uh, the network is tasked to help our new employees get situated at the corporation and to work with our current veterans to ensure they get recognized for their service. Uh, one of the biggest celebrations for the year is the Veterans Day program, which I talked about earlier, which is put on by the Military Veterans Network. Um, I'm also the co-chair for the Military Veterans Network here at FedEx. Uh, that program has been a staple here at FedEx for over a decade now. Um, that's so that's when the Military Veterans Network uh, was started back in 2012, I believe it's when it started. Um, on top of the veterans group, I work with all the recruitment teams across the U.S., so we do have some dedication to the recruitment of veterans, mainly myself and a couple of the recruiters are in the field that we have that are veterans, as well as some of our recruitment managers. Um, so we're trying to hire veterans across the U.S. We try to, I try to hit almost all the hiring our heroes career summits. I try to make sure that we're at some of the other companies' um, locations for their, for their veteran recruitments. Um, the biggest things is making sure that we're at any of the large events throughout the year, especially on base events, because that's where you're, we're going to get the biggest the biggest majority of candidates to come through that want the information and are able to sneak out for their lunch break or able to sneak out for an hour versus having to go change clothes, drive out in town, go to an event, drive back, change clothes, come back to work. So we like to hit the on-base events. I love on-base events. For me, it's being able to be back on a on a base or on, on a fort or whatever, whatever, 
service we're at, whatever they're calling it. It's to be around service members again for me, and I enjoy it. I love it. If you ever come see me in an event, I, if I don't have a smile on my face, you're, you can say something to me about why am I not smiling? Because I absolutely love coming out to these events and recruiting uh, our veterans to come work for FedEx. And there's so much value in that, in having you there as a veteran, because I think that that really speaks to the relatability and what would draw another transitioning service member to also want to work at FedEx is that they can see themselves in you and maybe you are where they want to be in two years, three years, five years. So I think that adds an additional layer of credibility and relatability to the um, strategy of having you there at those events. 100% agree. So you've listed a ton of things over this conversation about what would all be great reasons to work at FedEx and um, sounds like such a great company and um, it sounds like you really enjoy it there. So if you had to summarize, like what are some of the things or key highlights and, you know, what makes you look at your career as a whole at FedEx and um, makes you enjoy it the most, what would you say? So the one thing I enjoy about working here at FedEx is today will be different from tomorrow and tomorrow will be different from yesterday. So no matter what I do, my day is never the same, which I thoroughly enjoy. Um, I also enjoy that I get to work on these military and veteran programs. I get to do it daily. I get to work with service members all the time. Uh, I still get to have my hand on the pulse of the services but I don't have to go PT anymore unless I really want to. So for me, that's, that's a win-win. I don't have to go out and sweat my butt off in the morning. <laughs> um, I enjoy who I work with, even though a lot of them aren't veterans. There's a lot of very veteran friendly employees here, here at FedEx. We, everybody understands what they bring to the table. Uh, just all in all, I like coming to work. I can honestly not remember the last time that I woke up and I was like, I'm not going to like going to work today because I don't have those days. Granted, I have challenging days, and I have days that I don't know that I want to be here because of what I have to deal with that day. But in the end of it, I love coming to work and I get to work with veterans pretty much every day that I come to work. So who wouldn't want to come to work every day? Who wouldn't want to have my job? I feel like we could clip that section and that is the podcast. That's what you guys need to use in all of your veteran recruitment because that was, I mean, that is a huge a very powerful statement to say that you don't remember the last time you woke up and didn't want to go to work. I mean, how many people feel that way on a daily basis? I just feel like that is such a huge testament to who you guys are as an organization. So I love that. Okay, so now to kind of bring this all full circle and sort of go back to the um, veteran transition type of advice that we were talking about earlier when you talked about some of your challenges. So now for the People who are listening to this who are inspired by your um, career path in the civilian world and they think, I want that too. Um, how do I get there? So you mentioned earlier mentorship and networking. So I don't know if you want to expand a little bit more on that or really just provide any advice for transitioning service members who essentially want to be where you are. Okay. So once again, network, network, network. I cannot say it enough. Start your networking 12 to 24 months out from transitioning. Uh, work to build that network so you have people to bounce thoughts and ideas off of. Use it to pick their brains on civilian life, work, the transition. How was it for your family? How's the healthcare of your organization? Um, for those that aren't retiring, healthcare becomes a huge portion of your compensation package when you transition. And guess what? We've never had to deal with anything healthcare while we were in the military. We don't know what that means. 
Um, so coming out in the civilian sector, ask those questions. Ask somebody that's at a civilian corporation about healthcare. Start doing research on healthcare and looking at healthcare plans and what does it mean for you and your family when you when you do transition. And when we talk about family, you you need the support of your friends and your family when you're transitioning. They can be key in making sure that your headspace is kept clear and they keep you on track. Um, where you may say, hey, I want to go do this. And five months later, you start to veer off track. Well, guess what? That family member is going to talk to you and say, hey, aren't you supposed to be going over here? Or aren't you supposed to be doing this? They're going to keep you accountable because nobody else knows what your goals are because you haven't told anybody. But you probably told your spouse, your kids, your parents, your aunts, your uncles, your brothers and your sisters or those really close friends. And they're going to those are the people that are going to keep you accountable to make sure you get to where you need to be along with yourself. Um, when we talk about networking, LinkedIn, I mentioned it earlier, LinkedIn, 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 and make it professional. It is a very, it is a professional space. You can find great communities out there to have contacts and to talk to people. But the biggest thing is keep it professional. Once you've had that network, find those people that want to help you succeed at the same time, because there's people like me who want you to succeed. I'll do anything I can to help you get a job. I'll bring you into the FedEx umbrella if I can. And if I can't, Guess what? I have contacts at other companies that will help you find a, new, a job. I was at a fair a couple of months ago where somebody was looking for a certain job. Well, I didn't have that job. We don't have those jobs at FedEx. It was a medical job. I don't have a medical job. I, I don't have it. But guess what? I knew a Marine that was four booths down who was looking for that exact skill set. So I said, I walked him down to that booth and said, hey, I want to introduce you to so-and-so. This is so-and-so. Well, guess what? Two weeks later at another career fair, he sends me somebody because they were looking for a certain skill set, they knew I had it, and that's how we do it. There's a lot of us that just wanna make sure that you transition correctly and you transition the right way. The other thing is start looking at job postings early. When we talk about the college degree, is the job that you want required a college degree? Or is it a nice to have? Or it'd be great if you had a college degree? Or is there an equivalency to the college degree that you could offset with your, with your experience? If there's not, then you're probably not going to make it past the first round of resume cuts. So if you need a degree for the job you want to go into, that's where you have to make the decision. Is this the job I want to continue to pursue and go get my degree? Or am I just going to scratch this and start to look for something else? So those are some of the big things that I would say that are going to be huge for transitioning service members. One other thing that has nothing to do with FedEx, nothing to do with your job, is when you're transitioning, Make sure you take care of yourself. Talk to those people that you need to talk to. It is a hard time to transition. I've learned more in the last six years since I transitioned than I ever thought I would have learned about transitioning. And if you ask me those questions about how to, how to transition or how to do something, I will gladly talk to anybody that wants to listen to it. Because I would, what I know now, I wish I would have known seven, eight years ago before I transitioned. Awesome. Well, Josh, that is all such great advice. I love the advice that you give. It's it's very transparent and actionable. I feel like you give good tips on how to do these things. Because again, like I mentioned with networking, some people look at it and it seems so daunting. But um, I like that you shared kind of how to do that, the importance of it, and even examples of it. I love that. So thank you so much. I can't thank you enough for joining me today and talking about your military background, your career with FedEx. It's all been so great. And I Really appreciate it. I'm glad that you threw that out there that you would like to um, you know, talk with people about their experiences if they want. So maybe we can include um, your LinkedIn handle or a way to contact you in the show notes. But 
I really, really appreciate it. I've loved talking to you today. You're super motivating. I feel like I need to get to work on color coding and blocking off my calendar now. Well, thanks, Megan. Thanks for having me today. It's been it's been great to, to be able to talk about how FedEx is. It's a great organization to work for. I don't see myself working anywhere else right now. And like I said, it's a it's a it's a career. It's not a job. Um, when I left when I left the Marine Corps, when a lot of people leave the service, they've done it for so many years that they don't want to have to move from job to job to job. So they're trying to find that company that is a it is a career. And I feel like I have found my career here and I found my home. Thanks for listening to this episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud so that you never miss an episode. We'd love to hear from you. So if you have any feedback, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Our goal is to help all military job seekers through their transition and beyond. So make sure you share our show with your friends. See you next time.